0: The University of Johannesburg: The Future Reimagined.
1: Good day, ladies and gentlemen, and, and welcome to this second podcast in our series on, on how UJ is really reimagining the future, um, and, and we're doing it today with uh, my special guest, Prof. Umesh Ramniran. He's from UJ's uh, Department of Education, and he is um, the, the head of... Is, is it the head or the director of the VAS Team Hub? Uh,
0: well, I'm the coordinator of the VAS Team Hub.
1: The, the coordinator. So, so different titles for different units, and um, yeah, it's, it's lovely having you here, Prof. Um, we, we welcome you, and thanks so much for availing your time. Um, so, today we're going to be discussing the, the metaverse and the technologies that enables the metaverse, such as augmented reality and uh, virtual reality, and with, with a special focus today on on education and uh, especially um, your, your secondary school education, and Prof. Prof. is a <coughs> expert on on field of, of how do we implement these technologies in into our high school. So so Prof. perhaps. Uh, can, can you give us
0: a bit of an overview of, of the VASTEAM Hub and what, what it is that VASTEAM stands for? It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, so VASTEAM stands for Virtual Augmented Reality in STEM Education. So, uh, within STEM education, uh, that is actually our core business within Faculty of Education to train uh, pre-service teachers within subjects related to STEM. So, we realise that uh, there is a need to empower our teachers in advanced learning technologies such as virtual augmented reality so this is something now you know which i think globally there's a great emphasis on such technologies and trying to understand what could be the role of technologies in supporting learners more especially in in subjects like mathematics and science which uh, traditionally are quite problematic uh, subjects as as we recognize so uh, as a result of that, we established the Vastine Hub. It was launched last year, 4th of August. Uh, I think we had uh, uh, quite a successful launch. We had uh, Prof. Uh, Imperdi, uh, the DVC academics, as uh, our keynote uh, speaker. And uh, I think since then, the Vastine Hub certainly uh, has grown from strength to strength. It has uh, generated a lot of uh, attention within the university itself and also the broader community outside of the university
1: yeah yeah so so just just for the audience like uh, stem education you're you're uh, talking about the sciences yeah, technology so, so
0: so stem is science technology uh, engineering and, and mathematics yes
1: all, all all the hard subjects that we really need more experts and to to drive forward uh, the fourth industrial revolution here yeah, in in south africa
0: yeah unfortunately uh you know these are subjects which are quite challenging for learners, especially at school, and I think also students at at university. So the way in which we have positioned uh, virtual augmented reality, it's uh, maybe a strategic uh, way in which we try to address some of the difficulties which kids have in learning of mathematics and science. Uh, I can. Maybe speak a little bit of um, oh, okay. science. Uh, yeah, because uh, I mean, a lot of concepts and phenomena that kids encounter in the science classroom, they are quite abstract and uh, somewhat removed from,, you know, the experiences of, of learners. Mm. And of course, one way to, to do that is to engage them hands-on with experimental work, uh, for example, using inquiry-based learning, which gives them an opportunity to investigate their ideas. I think one of the difficulties and issues which I have researched quite extensively you know, within the local context is that kids come with these ideas and these ideas uh, develop as a result of their experiences, interactions which they have with people around them. But in a lot of the cases, uh, teachers do not uh, recognize these ideas and this knowledge which, which uh, kids bring to the science classroom. Much of these ideas just pass under the radar and... Uh, the teacher wants to transmit knowledge to them, and uh, the learning experience becomes uh, in a, a, you know, not interactive enough uh, with them. Mm. So we try to address this by practical work, but the situation in this country is that a very small percentage of schools actually have fully fitted uh, laboratories. So one alternative supplement to that is to now look at uh, experiences uh, within virtual and augmented reality and how can we use these experiences to better engage uh, the learners. Yes, yes. And, and um,
1: uh, with augmented and virtual reality you, you don't get any depletion of lab supplies or, or breakages. Yes. Um, so so it becomes a renewable resource for, for students at schools. And, and yes, yes,
0: yes, certainly. Uh, I think it's something which is more sustainable, uh, I think it's you would have to make the initial investment of course in the technology but I think uh, you know in the long run you actually save and you actually save on teaching time as well and that's one of the big hindrances when it comes to practical work because practical work does take up a lot of time and teachers are very much driven to teaching towards the curriculum or mm-hmm. teaching towards the test and this is often what they say yes. but uh, I think technology is one way in which we can uh, circumvent that that challenge that
1: teachers yes. have. Yeah and and, and it be, like, like I said, it becomes a renewable resource, so so you can yes. use it over and over and, and that's that's the amazing thing about technology. Mm. Um, okay. so so let us go back to, to the VAS theme hub and we uh, how, how did you originate this idea? Where where did it come from? What was well, the Well I would say it
0: was largely uh, you know inspired by a visit which I made to Singapore, I attended uh, a conference in STEM education, and uh, I met uh, uh, a professor, Professor Yi Yu Kai, at, at the conference, and we just we got talking and we exchanged ideas on you know education in Singapore, education in South Africa, and he told me that uh, three years uh, prior to the conference, he had uh, established uh, a facility in a very unique. Uh, you know, architecturally innovative building, which he called The Hive. And he actually invited me to that facility, and then I saw the setup which which he had over there. and It was a virtual laboratory, and uh, now I got to experience it uh, firsthand. And that was perhaps my first encounter with virtual reality. And uh, I think from that I recognized the value that it could actually have in supporting learners in, in the learning of science and mathematics. And, of course, since then, Prof. Kai has been appointed as uh, a visiting professor at University of Johannesburg. So, I extended an invitation to him two years ago and, uh, you know, he was quite instrumental in supporting us to establish the Vast Team Hub. That's amazing.
1: And Singapore is a a very, very nice uh, example of what can be done if if you put technology to work. Um, I, I mean, in the past 50 years, what, what, what Singapore was 50 years ago and what it is now. It's, it's a completely new new country, a new world. And yes. um, that, that has largely been
0: driven by, by technology. Absolutely. I mean, for us, it's quite futuristic, uh, you know, for us to experience and, and mm-hmm. visit the classrooms and the setups that they already have in place on, on virtual augmented reality. It's actually quite incredible. It maybe gives us you know, some insight into what is possible yeah, is in South Africa.
1: Yeah, yeah and it, it, it's good to have that blueprint and, and to come and adapt it for, yes. for our South African context and, and implement it here. And, and that's what you're doing. So, so that's, that's excellent work. Um, in, in terms of, of equipment and, and your, what, what, what do you have in your lab? What, <coughs> what can people expect when, when they arrange a visit? Yeah
0: sure so the vastue hub is uh, it's a physical space which we have on the Auckland Park campus it's uh, associated with the faculty of, of education so within the hub we have established work stations and these workstations uh, we have got the high end headsets the Oculus headsets so uh, fortunately the university has supported us in procuring those headsets we have got three dimensional uh, uh, television sets, we have got iPads and uh, something that you know, I think we are quite proud of uh, is that uh, we have also procured the low cost uh, headsets which is based on the concept of the Google Cardboard so this is something which has been custom made uh, for us and uh, we managed to get that at quite low cost 200 wow. rands uh, you know, per set yes, so yes. we have a number of sets and uh, you know, of course what we are also trying to uh, also address, there is always this challenge when you talk about advanced learning technologies, the cost is always a factor which is quite inhibiting and there is a suggestion that it could be something elitist and it's mm. just maybe for maybe private or independent schools, so we try to challenge that so yes, the heart, uh it's a physical space, we have got these workstations and uh, you know, we've had a, a number of guests visiting us so far and I think it's had that wow factor yes. as well. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. And and uh, you, you brought up a, a very interesting point, the, the cost aspect of it. I, I mean entering into, into virtual reality using state of the art headsets, that that's quite expensive. If if you yes. if you go to the high end of, of the scale you need a, a powerful computer with a graphic processing units and, and you need your your um, head mounted display and um, have, have a dedicated Room for, for this. So on on the on the um, on a high end scale, it, it becomes too cost prohibitive, in, in my opinion, at least, for for your your rural schools um, to to really implement. And I, I think that's that's where the context of, of a South African uh, our South African context comes into play, and and where we need to f- start looking at a cheaper alternatives. But it can still have this, this uh, still portray exactly what we want in virtual and augmented reality. And, and that's where the Google Cardboard is such yeah. a, such a yeah. good example. So, so,
0: so certainly, Hedman, uh, we have, uh, you know, we are cognizant of the local context. And uh, the way in which we have positioned the vast hub is that we want to be responsive and sensitive to local needs so yes there is the high end i mean you are well aware of the cost these things can retail for many thousands of yes, yes. Uh, of lands yeah. and, uh, and
1: and uh, sorry the recommended selling price of these units has just been set up um, by
0: a hundred dollars in in the u.s so that that will trickle yes, through yes we follow that as well yeah so yeah that, that will trickle so through to you know, we've looked at we are in teacher education so we try to understand what could be the different teaching scenarios by which these technologies could be integrated into the science classroom. So yes, at the one end of the spectrum, you have the high interactivity, high immersion, and that's of course using the high-end headsets, such as the Oculus. Then maybe in the middle of the road, you have augmented reality, whereby kids can use tablets, they can use uh, iPads, and at the other end of the spectrum, you have got these low-cost headsets where the kids can still have quite immersive uh, experiences. They can still have the sense of presence embodiment that they are now in this virtual world. But that can be used now simply by having your cell phone, your smartphone, inserting the smartphone into that uh, low-cost headset. And uh, you can have the same experience, Mm. not the same level of interactivity, but in terms of learning, I think it could have value.
1: Yes, yes, and it, and it still immerses the, the learner into this, this world that you create in, in virtual yeah. reality for them, um, which, is, which is very important. So there's no, no distractions apart from those that you program in, into the experience. Yes, that's yeah. quite true. No, um, it's, it's, it's truly amazing. And, but but on, on the other hand, we, we, also, we, we always say that uh, it might be cost prohibitive, but if, if you think back uh, uh, 30 years ago, um, ha- having a computer lab was, was unheard of. E- even at most universities, you, you would have a small room somewhere with, with two or three um, computers. And, and now it's become it's becoming more and more common, even in schools um, and, and the rural schools as well. So it, it might be that with, within five years from now, we, we
0: could very much see virtual reality becoming more, more commonplace. Um, I, I fully agree with you, and you know just to borrow the UJ tagline, to reimagine the future, mm. that's basically what we, we, we are doing, yes, yes. and the future is also part of, of the presence What yeah. we are experiencing out uh, at, at the moment. So yes, there is the cost factor, but I think, you know, once you start mass- producing, uh, these devices become cheaper, it was the same situation with, with, with cell phones. Yes, uh, yes. You know? So I think it could be accessible, uh, I think uh, government, certainly the accounting department of education, uh, you know, they have invested hugely mm. in, in schools, especially schools in disadvantaged communities, yes. because if you visit uh, just about any school, you would see that schools have got smart boards. Yeah. and and those are quite costly and uh, so within the faculty of education uh, you know we putting a great deal of emphasis on uh, empowering our students with that pedagogical knowledge so that they are able to optimally exploit this technology because i think it's you know one thing you can put the technology in the hands of teachers but if they don't know what to do with it then you're not making a wise investment so that is actually our focus at the moment. Yeah. How is it that teachers can uh, optimally utilize this technology so that it's going to have maximum impact on, on the learning of mathematics mm-hmm. and science? Yeah, and, and that, that's a
1: valuable point. Our, our teachers need to know how, how to use these technologies. Um, so, so on that topic, how, how do you empower your, your teachers to, um, to, to learn these technologies? Yeah,
0: so so they've got to experience it first. Right? <laughs> I, uh, that, that's I think, that's uh, very important. Yeah, um, absolutely. They've ha- got to have first-hand experience, so uh, virtual augmented reality now forms an important um, component of the STEM teacher education program, so it's now part of our curriculum. So in the lectures, yes, we do address it theoretically. Uh, one of the frameworks which we adopt is TPAC, which is technological pedagogical content knowledge so this is knowledge that teachers need to have firstly they need to have the technological knowledge how to use the device but at the same time they need to have pedagogical knowledge how is it that they're going to be teaching with that device so we have dedicated sessions whereby students in small groups they visit the vasting hub and they uh, we prop them in the experience of it so that they become confident with the technology itself it's a form of empowerment as well and so in that way we are able to connect now the theory with with the practice when these uh pre-service teachers take up teaching positions that they're going to be quite Confidence to be able to integrate this now mm. into the classrooms.
1: Yes, yes. <coughs> now, I, I always tell people virtual reality is, is really easy. If you can use a, a mobile phone, you, you can definitely use or interact in virtual reality, yes. and, and likewise with augmented reality. But people don't seem to believe me because I'm, I'm um, at, at uh, the metaverse research unit and I, I need to say this, but what, what, what has been your experience in, in giving people access to these technologies?
0: Well, you know, it certainly uh, had a wow factor. You know, we've had uh, visitors to the Varsity Hub, and they are incredibly impressed by it. We've had uh, a delegation from the Counting Department of Education coming over, and I think they they recognize the possibilities of it. But I think, you know, the real uh, uh, impression I get on, on what is the possibilities is, is, is when I... Look at our student teachers and, uh, you know, many of them have have not experienced virtual reality before. And uh, there is that fun element which is built into this technology so that the learning experience is not just educational, but it also combines entertainment. Because as you know, uh, Hedman, you know, virtual reality, where it actually Uh, the the root of it is from gamification that's an important feature of it so I can maybe give you an example of uh, an application that we use in in life sciences teaching it's called InCell so it's actually a game and uh, the challenge there is that they've got to now uh, defeat the viruses which are attacking the cell so as you can see it's something which is quite topical Mm. with regard to the coronavirus and the pandemic at the moment so kids get into this virtual world, and they, it's, it's developing gamification skills as well. So they get into the biological cell, they experience firsthand the structure of the cell, the organelles, the virtual reality enables them to navigate around these organelles. And they have the enemy, the enemy is the virus attacking, and then you've got to use your skills manoeuvring to defeat uh, the virus, and uh, it's a game, so there is scoring, there is some extensive motivation involved in that, but the bottom line is that learning happens, so traditionally uh, a biological cell is something which is quite abstract, and the way in which kids generally learn about it is through a diagram, or maybe the teacher will show them a video. Yes, and and it's completely two-dimensional. It's a two-dimensional depiction of it. But now you get to encounter to immerse yourself into that virtual world of of the cell. And uh, some of the preliminary research which we have uh, done so far at the Vast Team Hub, because yes, it's teacher education, but allied to teacher education is research Mm. because we also want to understand what's the impact of this on research. And the results have been quite positive. Uh, The kids are uh, certainly improving on the conceptual uh, understanding, they are able to visualize concepts better, and of course not forgetting the effective dimension because it now stimulates interest because of that fun element, it's motivational as yes, well. Yes. So what we are learning here certainly is in sync with the other research which has been conducted globally. That, that's excellent. and. Um yeah uh, giving
1: learners the opportunity to experience these things in, in three dimensions or you can even you, you can say four dimensions because yes. the time time dimension comes in as well it it just opens up so so many experiences that they, they can have I, I remember my my mathematics professor in, in the first year when when he had to discuss vectors in, in three dimensional space he would take chalk and, and draw on on a table yes. and then have his arm up like this, and and then try and explain it. But if if you if you've yeah. got virtual reality, you, you can go in and, and be part of this this figure. So so that's that's quite quite exciting exciting. And um, did, do you have any other examples of, of uh, applications that you're using, in fact, yet at the mass team hub or that you've implemented in in um, in your research?
0: Yes, maybe I should talk on the research. Yes, so yes. You know, so, uh, Herman, you know that, uh, you know, the vast majority of these applications, they can be freely downloaded. You, you can upload it onto your device. What we are trying to do uh, as well as part of our research agenda, we are trying to challenge this narrative that we have of Africa that, you know, we are consumers mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, we, we appropriate, but we don't develop we don't create. So as part of the one of the strategies of the Bas team Hub is that we want to develop we want to build these applications and we want to create applications which are relevant to the local context and especially to the cultural context. Mm-hmm. So we were successful in getting funding from the technology Innovation Agency and that was to build uh, simulations in VR and AR, which was based on cultural knowledge. Now, we know that much of the indigenous knowledge, there is a scientific foundation to it, and that knowledge has been developed to trial and error, which is what we also do in science. In science, yes. Yeah, much of the science is done to trial and error. But unfortunately, that indigenous knowledge has not been documented, It has been passed from one generation to the next, but at the same time it's been diluted. And the youth of today are not really aware of that historical indigenous knowledge. So we decided, yes, we want to address science, but at the same time we want to make kids more aware of their cultural heritage. So the project is KABAZ, which is uh, culturally anchored virtual and augmented reality simulations and that is, that is what we are doing. We yeah, are building no. simulations based on cultural knowledge. Yes, yes. So that is something which I am quite proud of. I think we are now moving in the right trajectory and we are challenging the rhetoric of us merely being consumers. Yes, yes. And we are developing something which is homegrown. Yeah. And,
1: and and keeping that indo- indigenous knowledge going for, for future generations that's that's very important yes. and, and we need to we need to start telling our stories and, and I'm, I'm I'm very Absolutely. fortunate to, to be part of that project and, and to learn from you in, in terms of yes of, of, of that.
0: you you are an important yeah. partner in that <laughs> as well yeah
1: so so it's 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 amazing telling African stories for African audiences and, and using this, this modern technology to, to do that. Um, oh, are there any challenges that, that you've experienced in in developing these these yeah
0: experiences? Uh, so one of the big uh, challenges is uh, the skills we certainly have a skills deficit uh, when it comes to uh, software development in this in this country mm. and uh you know as a result of that we, in order for the project to be successful we have had to Partner with, with uh, international universities. Yes. So, you know, ideally, we would want to contract uh, our local programmers, uh, but there's definitely a, sh- a skills uh, shortage in, in that area. Yeah, and, and that's something I've I've also
1: seen in, in my research is, is the skills shortage is is, is massive. Um, I mean, it's a new technology, so so we need to start empowering people. Um, to, to get involved in this. But what, what few, few know is that most of the software that you need to develop these, these type of experiences is available for free. Um, and and most, most of the, the tutorials you, you can teach yourself how, how to use these software and you, you just need to invest the time. So perhaps for, for the audience, that, that is something that you can consider. If, if you'd like to get more information, you're welcome to email us, and, and we'll send you through the information on how, how you can get involved um, in, in developing a virtual or augmented reality. And um, we, we've got a, a few tricks up our sleeve. So, so we're planning a, a couple of short learning programs specific to this topic of how, how do you develop um, virtual reality experiences. Now, do you do 3D modelling, and, and we're hoping to launch that very, very soon. Um, so, something, something yes. that our audience can look forward to. Um, now, my, my next question is, is: How do you imagine the future? Um, what, what, what yeah. in in an in, if Umesh becomes president of, of South Africa,
0: how are you going to transform the, the South African education context? Well, I think, uh, look, the University of Johannesburg is maybe a model as to how we can actually achieve this, you know, with our strategic, strong strategic pillar on the fourth industrial revolution. I think we certainly are certainly focusing on the right goals at the moment. I think certainly technology, advanced learning technologies has an important role so that we are able to now address the socio-economic challenges we have, and we can close the that, that equity gap that we have in society, which I think is, is certainly holding us uh, back at the moment. So I would want to see, you know, more investments in this technology, certainly forming uh, partnerships, uh, private sector, uh, public sector partnerships, uh, uh, so that these uh, devices, these technologies can become more uh, accessible. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, to, to ordinary people out there, and also investing more, I think, certainly on disadvantaged uh, schools, because that's the majority of schools yes, yes. that we have in this country. Uh, empowering teachers, because as I've said, uh, yes, you can put the technology in the hands of the teacher, but if they don't know what to do with it, then you know, you're know you basically defeating the purpose yes, yes. behind it. So. I think certainly we, you know, we have an agenda uh, with regard to empowering our teachers.
1: Mm. Yes. Yeah, and and I, I I'm fully with you. I think education is the best way of of addressing our societal issues in 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 this country at this stage. Is empowering people to to go out, become entrepreneurs, use mm-hmm. use what they know in in new and innovative ways, and and create jobs in in that way.
0: Yeah, well, certainly. I mean. Uh, you are well aware, and I think everyone is well aware, we have an issue with uh, unemployment, mm. especially amongst the youth. Yes, yes. Well, one, you know, one of the highest in the world. Latest statistics, uh, you know, which have been, uh, which have been related by, uh, released by Stats SA, they they are quite staggering and absolutely disturbing. Yes. So, you know, as I've always maintained, it's, it's not an issue of shortage of jobs, but it's a question of a lack of skills mm. to fill the vacant jobs out there. And I think uh, technology-enhanced learning has, a ro- has certainly a, a role to play. Uh, we need to inspire our kids uh, within mm. the field of, of STEM education. And uh, by, by uh, augmenting those experiences with technology, I think we can motivate uh, kids you know to take up further studies at university and also uh, you know pursue a career yeah, okay. within the STEM fields.
1: You you touch on or oh, you say the word inspiration and I think that that's what we we sometimes lack in, in South Africa is the inspiration just to start just to get involved and, and start a grassroots movement to to really challenge the the problems and work and increase and get this sorted out one once and for all. So so um, and, and yeah, you you are doing inspiring work in, in this field. So so thank you very much for, for what what Team is doing and, and I look forward to, to seeing more and more from, from you. Um, speaking of more and more, you've recently launched two two new postgraduate degrees
0: if if I'm not mistaken. Yes, these are two brand new uh, d- d- degrees. So these are now part of the academic structure of the university. So the qualifications are the m and the d So these are interdisciplinary qualifications in virtual augmented reality. And the focus of each qualification, it's a fully research-based qualification. So the goal there is for our student researchers to build applications within virtual augmented reality to test those applications in practice and to understand what is the efficacy of those applications for STEM education so uh, we have already started uh, you know enrolling students uh, at this point we have got three students there but I think you know this is going to generate uh, incredible interest not only at UJ but uh, you know, throughout the country yes, yes. Okay, so so that that's at a, a master's and a a doctoral level. Yes, it is the master's equivalent to. You know, a master's qualification or a PhD, doctoral yes, that's qualification. that's
1: amazing. And um, for students interested in, in entering into this this um, area of study, do do they need a education background? Um, do do they need a Ed degree to, to be, go into a, in full with you,
0: or what? What do you, what, what's the Not entry? not necessarily, much because it's interdisciplinary by nature. So. Okay we would be drawing students from various uh, disciplines uh, outside of education, so perhaps it could be somebody who's got a science background, who's got a, an honours degree at masters uh, level mm. physics chemistry, but somebody who's got a vested interest in trying to understand what is the role of technology when it comes to STEM. To do STEM. Yeah. So you know, I think we're going to get uh, uh, a diversity of students, uh, you're going to be drawing from various uh, disciplines. I can think also of of the arts, for example, mm-hmm. students who are doing architecture.
1: And, and we need people to, to get involved in these type of projects. How, how do we bring technology into our secondary schools? Um, and and this, this program gives them a, an excellent jump start in, into wetting their feet in, in technology in, in schools. and and learning what, what is applicable in, in a South African context. Um, so so that, that's excellent exactly. work.
0: Yeah, So we are quite excited about it. Our, you know, we are actively marketing uh, both programs and uh, already there has been quite keen interest that students want to sign up for it. Mm. So I think it's actually the first of its kind that we have in this country. Oh, right? wow. Uh, you know, having the M4 and D4 focusing on virtual augmented reality within education yeah yeah
1: and and transdisciplinary approach that, that's very nice because mm. it, as, as you said any anyone from from any walk of life with a vested interest can can come and apply for for these programs and, and really go out and make a change yes certainly. yeah and, and it also gives a very nice entrepreneurial um, uh, possibilities to to candidates that finish these programs because they they are that that, they'll be subject experts in in the field of um, technology and STEM education.
0: I think definitely, you know, there's great commercialization potential and this is one way in which we build up our entrepreneurs. Yes, yes.
1: Truly amazing stuff happening here at the Varsity Hub. And, you know, it was was truly an honor having you as my guest. Um, I I really appreciate the time and if, if anyone wants to contact you um are, are we allowed to share your, your
0: email address at, at the bottom of the screen? Yes, most definitely. Okay. Yes, I'm I'm willing to, to engage with, with people and uh, you know, I, yeah, I yeah. think there are many really like minded people out there who have a similar passion for technology and uh, trying to understand the potential that technology can, can play. Yes, yes. And
1: and are you open to, to corporate sponsorships for, for the our team hub uh, or corporate partnerships? Let, let's rather rephrase it as partnerships um, to to get STEM education and technology and STEM education going in in the country.
0: Certainly, head we, we we look forward uh, to that. Uh, you know, we I think there are uh, potential partners out there and, uh, you know, like-minded people who have similar goals and similar aspirations, so we certainly welcome that and, uh, you know, to see how we can work together. Excellent, excellent.
1: Well, keep, keep on doing and pushing forward this, this wonderful uh, theme of, of using technology in STEM education. Um, who, who knows, perhaps you are going to inspire the next Bill Gates or Elon Musk? To to take us beyond Mars, even from from South Africa. So, so, Mahesh, thank you very much for your time. Uh, To everyone that tuned in, thank you so much. It was uh, really a pleasure welcoming you to the Varsity Hub and UJ today, and uh, wish you
0: all the best. The University of Johannesburg, the future reimagined.